Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast presents episode 823, The Only Thing Constant is Change, recorded live on May 26th, 2022. Hello everyone, welcome to Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Duststorm. I'm your other co-host, Godzilla T. And we are into week number three of season two, which introduces a new Fractures event for Halo Infinite multiplayer, which is nice. We've finally got the fix that 343 alluded to last week that was coming to the game. We've got a few new things coming around the pipe for each. Yes, we've got a couple of... Uh, personnel moves in the 343 industry staff roster and a couple other small things that we'll go over tonight probably be a little bit of a shorter show i have not had the chance to watch the halo show at all since last week, since the last week. hopefully with the holiday weekend i will be able to do that we can talk about it this week but we do have a couple other podcasts that i will be recording with this weekend so we have uh, accelerate who is a streamer uh, and who was, I believe, part of the pilot program for doing some of the stuff pre-release of Infinite. And then we've also got the creator behind the Halo 3 Sapien, the community mod effort to bring back Halo 3 matchmaking to 360. Um, I don't think we'll be doing those live, but I will be recording those this weekend. So you'll get three podcasts over the next week. So while we're not doing the Halo series uh, recap from our perspective and our analysis and thoughts on everything. We will be having a few extra podcast episodes this week. That should be fun. We've got our Pottacular recap to do, so let's go ahead and jump things into our Dragon Friday last week. So, GT, how were things last week for Dragon Friday? Interesting. I still like to know why I get kicked out of my own lobby on the screen. <laughs> But Dust gets to stand front and center with his little halo ring. It's like 99% of the time, whenever I'm in the lobby, I am standing <laughs> in the party. I'm the Spartan that's standing in the group of four. I don't know why. There's been a couple three, times. Why do you kick the party leader out of the party on the screen? I had an interesting bug that actually happened when I first joined the party on Friday. When I joined... I had three of me in the, in the view. So I had one of me standing, one of me on the boxes, and then one behind me. So there were three of me in the Confile scene. Confile also had that same problem. I don't know what it is that they have this bug. but Honestly, I would prefer a just a one. list of who's in the party there. I don't need to see the sparking things. The UI is still very weird in the game. I don't quite... I mean, like it's, the main menu it's stuff okay is to, fine. Yeah, it's okay to navigate, but honestly, the whole Spartans standing there thing, not a fan of. I liked the older ones where you had just, you know, the list of the people in the party, and then you had, you know, a nice background to look at. I get why they're doing it. That's because it's because that's how every other free to play multiplayer ha- is doing it. You see your 
party that you're in. Yeah. So I see, I know why they're doing it. Well, and I, I know why they're doing it too. I'm saying that, yeah, they didn't need to do that for me. I will say that. Halo 5, they didn't have a problem. Like you saw all the Spartans in the background, up to eight in the party. And then when it went to nine, it went to the different view. But they never had a problem loading your Spartan in for those eight. Mm-hmm. That never was broken. Well, you know, it only had to load two pieces of armor. Didn't have all the different armor cores and custom pieces and whatnot. And yes, pins. There's a lot of people losing their minds over the show. Some for good reason, I think, or or some no, that makes sense. There's but- no good reasons. There is no good reasons. It was stated at the very beginning what the show was. Nobody has a single foot to stand on when they complain about the show. But we'll get into that later after Dust actually watches the whole damn thing. There are some things in it I they could have skipped, but We'll get into more details later. So, all right. How did the games actually go on Friday last week? Uh, we shot stuff a lot. We did. And I actually had a relatively decent night. Yeah, it was it was actually a really fun night. I'd been playing Fortnite a little bit over the last couple Traitor. of weeks. So Ace, uh, not Prestige Ace, but Ace of Space card was doing a charity stream for St. Jude. So mm-hmm. he had one of his like donation things was donate so much and tell me what game I, I should play. And I half jokingly said Fortnite because it's just the stipulation and the stigma of playing Fortnite. But yeah. the Fortnite no build mode is actually a lot of fun. It's a lot more just the traditional shooter. I mean, it's a little cartoony because it's Fortnite, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have all the craziness of the building aspect to it. So it's actually a lot more fun just me being a more of a shooter player than the older style Fortnite. Um, So I've actually been having a lot of fun with it. I don't know if it's that specifically, but I felt like my aim for the game night on Friday was a lot better. So I was having a lot more fun with it because I could actually shoot things on Friday, which is always nice to be able to actually shoot things. Yeah. It doesn't always work for me, but. Well, you know, I've when, been when it does happen, on it's a, nice. I've been I changed up my control schemes, my control scheme a little bit, and also I got my controller back from Microsoft after the X button quit working. And what happened when it came back? It drifts. So back to Xbox again. Those so Elite yay. controllers are are a pain, man. I I I'm I have to admit with- of all the all, all the stuff. You know, all the things that I've had to RMA, Microsoft has always been the easiest. I mean, you Until provide now. them the serial number. They say it's in warranty. You send it to them. They send you it back. And in most cases, it's fixed. I have to say Apple's is pretty good, too. Granted, Apple stuff is expensive, but their returns and repair are some of the best in the industry. Just yeah, hands you down. just pay through the nose for that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I you just, buy I a thirty thousand dollars server. I would expect the customer service and warranty repair be <laughs> top notch. Well, they're not in the server business anymore. They're desktop and. I'm fun. sorry, but- desktop <laughs> workstation. Yeah. Anyways, so achieving Halo went well. We finished Halo Five campaign with prestige. We did not get the two wardens at the same time because <laughs> so we we 
we're trying to figure out how to figure out when the wardens were ready to be assassinated. And trial and error, we started kind of figuring out when it was, but it was a little too little too late. And the game gave us a checkpoint, and we tried to suicide seven times, and it wouldn't go back. You know, there's this series on the Potecular YouTube channel that shows you how to do that. <laughs> it went, who, did, who did that with you on that episode? I have no idea. <laughs> don't, I don't have to remember. Back and look. <laughs> but uh, so wait, why do you need fight, the achievement? I, I thought then huh? you would. Did you not? Do you not have it on your main account? Then? On my alt account. So we'll anyway, go back and get it at some point. I haven't done it on my. I haven't done it on my main account. The best way to do it is annihilate one of the war- wardens. Just kill him outright. Get him out of the way. Yep. And you have. Two binary rifles that shortcut the area to get up on top of the bridge. You know, like you're going to skip the room. And if I remember right, on Legendary or Heroic, whatever we played on Heroic, two two shots from a binary rifle to the face stun the warden. You'll put him in his little animation. And you do that. You need. It's either it four or four five shot. times. I think it's where he does the stunt thing. Four times. You four times, uh, and then he's ready to be killed. Or three times, and then the fourth time, you can if you shoot him twice in the face with the binary rifle again, it kills him. We tried to do the whole assassination thing, but it just wasn't working. Oh, so it's just kill at the same time. Yeah, you don't have to assassinate him. You just have to kill him at the same time. For some reason, we thought it was assassination. I didn't look up the team. No, a lot so. of people. A lot of people do do that because they feel they have more control over it. But <clears throat> if you have two people down low being bait, two up high with binary rifles. So, Bobby, we could have done it. Uh-huh. We could have done it because we we had a good strategy where prestige was basically the respawn point. And Keys, Bobby, and I would go around doing the damage and killing the wardens. And we just never got to the point where we could get the assassinations on the wardens. But we could easily take them out. Yeah. So we will have to coordinate a night for you, Prestige, me, and whoever else to actually get that achievement unlocked. Well, yeah, that's why you have two and two. Uh, if you're up on the bridge, you've got a little bit of cover. You can step back and the wardens can't hit you. And that's what you have the two on the ground for, for distraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you set them up and, you know, the two people up on the bridge had to be, have to be coordinated because it has to be relatively close together. I mean, they, they have, have to kills, be yep. in their, they have to both be in the death animation at the same time. They have but like yeah. what, a six, seven second window, maybe. Like three Maybe to shorter four than seconds. that. So we will try again at some point. Mm-hmm. We'll try to stream it on one of the one of these nights. We'll see what happens. Uh, might do a special last session on Sunday because actually don't have anything happening Sunday night. So we'll see what happens. And Monday's a holiday, so we'll see if people are around. If GT is available, or well, no, actually you're not available. Yeah, I should be back. Okay. Well, we'll see. We might might do it real quick on. I'm not on going Sunday. that far away. <laughs> True, <laughs> not to Idaho. No. 
So that was our achieving Halo. Uh, Prestige got Halo 5 campaign fully done. So now he's on his merry way to do Lazo, or not Lazo, uh, Legendary on his own because there's that Legendary solo achievement. We didn't do all of the skulls and intel stuff. And there were a few achievements that we did miss along the way. So we'll probably support him and other achieving Halo Knights to do that. But we at least got the campaign done and he watched the st- Got to watch all the cutscenes and the story, which was kind of nice to watch those again because whenever I'm playing campaign, you usually just skip the cutscenes. So it's nice to actually enjoy the story for once. Go back and actually do that. So yeah, that was fun. Uh, so let's move on to some of the news. We got a couple of things came out this week. First thing was the patch to Halo multiplayer and well, and the campaign. Uh, the tank is back. The tank gun's back. Although people have been reporting some glitches with the tank gun. Uh, I saw a tweet from Mythic Tyrant saying that he soft locked the game if he got the tank gun before clearing out the landing pad. But does the missile barrage work now? I don't know. I haven't seen anything about that specifically. I hope it works. I'm guessing if it's back in, it probably works. It's my guess at least. I don't know. We've also got a few additions back into some of the skill jumps from multiplayer. Uh, not all of them are back. There are several competitive folk out there who are pretty frustrated with a lot of them not being back. And honestly, some of the ones that they're complaining about is like, that shouldn't have even really been a jump in the first place. So part of me says deal with it. Part of me is like, okay, I kind of get like people have developed strategies on some of these ledges so i get some of the frustration but at the same time like you're getting nitpicky about some of the the jumps that are not there anymore like i said those jumps should be an enhancement to mobility not necessarily a shooting advantage i don't know how to really put that you know skill jumps to me have always been part of the movement mechanics getting someplace faster. Well, they, maybe, these to get, are... maybe to get the drop on someone, but they they shouldn't be you know, a, a campy spot. Well, like one of them is like jumping on a little device that sticks out of the wall like eight inches and being able to, to jump on that lip and then like mm-hmm. camp there or jump off of that to jump somewhere else. It's like, it's not even realistic in the first place. Yeah. Like, yeah, some... I get some of them, it's like, okay, some of the jumps or some of the spots that were there, maybe it didn't make sense to kind of take them out because you, in theory, could stand on a ledge that's maybe two feet out that they patched out. But little devices that are on the wall, come on. I, You know, I don't know the skill jumps. I, I've really not invested a lot of time in the skill jumps because I it's next to impossible for me to pull them off. I just don't have the dexterity to do it. But my thought on skill jumps is I don't have a problem with them as long as it's something that almost balances against coming from the other direction. You know, where it doesn't give a distinct advantage as far as like a hiding spot. As far as I'm concerned, hiding in a first-person shooter is not very palatable. It's one thing to camp with a sniper. 
mm-hmm. or to hide around a corner with a shotgun. But when you park your butt in one spot for the entire game, that's where the line gets crossed. No HLG. No, that's anyway. So those are some of the, the fixes that have come back. There's uh, a few little other things that they specified. So uh, like on bizarre, the overshield will be there at spawn. It doesn't have the 32nd wait for it to spawn. And they've, they've made that a few I actually other little agree things. with. Yeah. I mean, there's overall, like it's overall life and like quality of life improvements that they're trying to do. And it's, obviously a hard balance between community demand and feedback and what kind of makes sense for gameplay and fits. So it's, it's always going to be an ebb and flow. Well, you know, the, the one thing I've always, I wouldn't say disliked or just kind of disagreed with was the fact that on bizarre or really any other map, the power weapon spawns, then you have overshield spawn right after it. Well, the idea is the past idea was, you know, the teams kind of scattered and picked their battles. Do they want to go for the overshield or invis or the power weapon? Yep. And with the 30 second, 30 second delay, well, now you've got everybody going for the power weapon. Whoever gets that then gets the overshield. Yeah. Because they have the power weapon. There's, you know, just a less of a tactical choice there when they are on a delayed spawn. I agree. Nope, I agree. Uh, they have fixed a couple of things with the new game modes that have released. So <laughs> the semi-auto weapons jamming, that's supposedly fixed. The zones in total control, land grab, and king of the hill should no longer enter the uh, whole no one can capture it state that we've come across a few times. Spartan cores are now consistently increasing with the equipment points in comp- campaign. And there's now a uh, toggle for the speed lines whenever you're sprinting to turn those on and off in the game as well. Yeah, I kind of leave them on so I can tell I'm actually sprinting. Yeah, I do too. And I'm one of those because weirdos. Because it's so slow. <laughs> oh. And I'm one of those weirdos that I use vibration on my controller because it's just another form of feedback that helps me. Yeah, I turn off, dis- I turn off vibration. It, it's always distracted me. I personally find it helpful, and it's just everyone's preference. There are some things I will use vibration on, like if I'm playing a racing game, I will use vibration. Uh, but at least on the X, <laughs> the Xbox One and up, I turn off the trigger vibration because that is just bleh. I don't need to feel. <laughs> I don't need to feel that in the trigger. <laughs> yeah, my fingers don't need massage. Okay. Anyway, it is useful. Like the, the fine things I personally find it useful for is if I'm getting shot and I'm like, zo- I'm zoomed in on someone and I'm focusing on trying to shoot someone and I get so focused and trying to make sure I land my shots because my aim's just not that good. So the feedback on the controller kind of gives me a reminder of, Hey, I'm being shot. Check my surroundings. Look for mm-hmm. the little red, um, red fade on where I'm mm-hmm. getting shot from and know where I need to move to get, stop getting shot. There is that. There's also just, it's another bit of feedback for me. So that's all of the stuff for the patch that came out. There's a whole bunch of more details over at aka.ms slash Halo Infinite update that you can look into if that is something that you want to 
read all the detailed patches that they put into the game. There's there's a whole lot of them. So if you're curious, then it is there for you to to go and research on your own. We've got the Halo Fractures Entrenched out now. Uh, this is the first week of six two-week events, and this is introducing the new game mode Land Grab. There's a 30-tier unlock, and there's actually some pretty cool armor. Mm-hmm. They didn't call it steampunk. What did they call it? Um, that's the style of armor that they're going for. Uh, diesel punk inspired armor. So that is introduced into the season with the fracture entrenched event. Again, six different two week parts to make up this 30 level uh, tier of unlocks for the fracture event. There's a whole bunch of unlocks to go along with it. There's a entrenched emblem that's free to everybody who logs in. Uh, there's several other things that came out as well around the Halo the series. If you want to learn more about all the different uh, customization things that have been dropped with this Fracture Entrenched, then you can head on over to Halo Waypoint and check out the announcement there from a couple days ago. We've also got a new community update, a lot of which we've already covered most of the content already. Most of these community updates, again, are just rehashes of things they've posted over the last month or so. I don't think there's anything new in there that we really haven't touched on yet. We do have Split 2 of this inaugural Halo Infinite competitive Halo season. There is some of the Face It online tournaments coming back into play. We've also got some new mode and map combinations that have been announced for the introduction of the new Season 2 content and game modes. So the latest lineup is for Capture the Flag. Those will be played on Aquarius, Bazaar, and Catalyst. King of the Hill will be on Live Fire, Recharge, and Streets. Oddball will be on Live Fire, Recharge, and Streets. Slayer will be on Aquarius, Catalyst, Live Fire, Recharge, and Streets. And Strongholds will be on Live Fire, Recharge, and Streets. There's a whole best of three, best of five, best of seven combo, as well as the different game combos for the open brackets. If you want to go over and check out the latest HCS post over on Halo Waypoint as well. We've also got, uh, what was the other thing? Missed it. Um, hang on. I thought it was prepared today, but I guess I'm a little behind. Where did I just put that? I'm losing my brains. Well, I may have already lost those, but I'm losing everything else. Um, okay. So, 3 for 3 has announced a social media manager position for the Halo community team. So, I'm assuming there will probably be a lot of people applying for that. So, if you're ready for daily punishment, apply today. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, that's that's what the job is going to entail. You're going to be hyping up Halo and then getting thousands upon thousands of people hating what you're tweeting so just remember that no halo fans happy until they're complaining about something i've had my share share of complaints even when it's like trying to be positive there's still things that's just like i don't agree with this yeah i can say that pretty much with anything that i've ever been involved in not exclusively video games <laughs> nope 
not at all. Uh, also, Certain Infinity is hiring as well. Uh, they're looking for a lead online engineer. Certain Infinity being uh, one of the main partners that has helped Halo create some DLC, new maps and stuff. Has helped with multiplayer in the past multiple times. Uh, they're looking for a lead online engineer to co-develop one of their original IPs. Which they've teased a lot about the original IPs lately. So I wonder mm-hmm. if they're going to be coming out with something soon. We'll have to wait and be see. Be interesting to see. Definitely. I mean, Certain Infinity has played a huge part in a lot of different games. Mm-hmm. It's enough that I, if they do launch their own IP, I'll be very interested in looking at it. That's for sure. Same. And Max Oberman is such a cool guy. Got to interview him at Halo Outpost and have met him several other times before. And he's just such a great guy to talk with. So the fact that we still have him in the gaming community is, is really cool. But yeah. Uh, the last thing I have is uh, Jeremy Hook has left 343. Uh, his last week was this week. Um, he's been one of the kind of main people that has had a social media presence talking about some of the development aspects of Halo. But his time has uh, come to move on to other things. Um, but he's, he's not going very far. He's staying within the, the gaming industry. But he's moving on from Halo to uh, bigger and better things. So it's been great to see the work that you've put in, Jerry. I don't know if you listen to this or you watch this, but it was a pleasure to get to talk to you uh, so many times at the studio uh, during foreigner calls and uh, just seeing all the work that you put in to really try to make Halo the best it can be is that will be missed. And I was actually proud of Twitter today with this announcement or I guess it was technically yesterday, but uh, Halo GG obviously or Halo Hub GG on Twitter obviously tweeted that Jerry Hook was leaving and a lot of the people that were responding to that tweet were actually fairly positive saying yeah, most of them. I mean, there were the few jerks that we normally have, but there were a lot of people just saying why are people putting a negative twist on this? This is just the normal gaming industry churn of like yeah, you're you're contracted for so long, and once a game has reached a certain point, you don't need that position anymore. So it's kind of just the normal churn of the gaming industry. So I was kind mm-hmm. of I was kind of proud of seeing people respond to that tweet, and for the most part, people were pretty level headed and understanding. I'm like, well, this ain't something you don't see every day. <laughs> must be sick. It's the COVID <laughs> demonetized. Oh, <laughs> so. I mean, it, it's there were several other replies on there, and I'm I don't know if just my Twitter feed was curated to the ones that were a little bit more tame and respectful versus ones that were just because Twitter has the whole downvote tweets now, so maybe enough people downvote some of those hateful, retaliatory tweets, and that way they don't show up in the the Twitter timeline right. as much anymore, but. but if people are doing that, then that means there's people out there who are looking out for the community. And to those people, thanks. Because we need a lot more positivity in the Halo community right now. So whether that's people are actually learning and being respectful and understanding, or if that's other people that are trying to clean up all the riffraff, good on you all. Because honestly, that that is how the gaming industry is. There's a lot of churn. There's a lot of people going in and out of positions. That's just the nature of how things go. 
if there's things that are happening on behind the scenes with the studio, that's not for us to, to know about. I wish him luck at his new job. Yeah. From talking with Jerry personally, he, he was always passionate about Halo. He's always been confident in the work that he's done. Uh, very understanding of community's concerns. Like, I don't think there would have been any animosity between him and the studio that would warrant having to leave on uncertain terms or unfortunate terms within the studio. It's probably just that was either the end of his contract or there was an opportunity out there or he wanted to retire or do something else. And that's okay. Just because someone leaves doesn't mean the sky is falling. I know people like to make drama about people leaving the studio and it means that the studio is doomed or something bad's happening. That's Way rarely too the many case. Chicken littles out there. That's rarely the case. Does it happen? Yes, it does happen. But most of the time, it's just people find other things that they want to do. And sometimes they feel tapped out creatively and they need to go exercise their creative juices somewhere else. And that's not, not normal. That's like, that's pretty standard. If you feel like you've contributed all you've can contribute to a project, then use your talents elsewhere. Make a move and continue doing what you do best. And this doesn't just happen in the gaming industry either. No. I've had three job changes since I started my job at the agency I work for. They're all engineering I've type been of basically jobs. Doing but the last the same job for the last twenty seven years. Tuesday I'm doing something different. Not even close to what I've been doing before. After twenty something years, it's I need to do something different. Change is a normal part of life. I know people don't like change, but there's nothing wrong with change. Well, there can be some things wrong with change sometimes, depending on how it goes about. But by and large, change is normal. Change is, is good for the most part. Change gives us new opportunities, new people to come in and express their, their opinions and their, their ways of integrating themselves in with whatever group or company or project that you're a part of. That's the whole thing that makes the team great is the diversity in the team and getting people to come in and out and exchange ideas and what people can bring together as a group versus an individual is that's something to be valued. When it's time for people to leave, you appreciate the contributions they've made and the world goes on. So we'll see if Twitter behaves himself next time somebody else decides to leave 343. Right? Yeah, we'll see. Somehow I don't think that's going to happen. All I can say is for those of us in the Halo community that really care about the Halo community, yeah, there are things we don't like. There are things that we get vocal about and passionate about, which is okay. But at the same time, we've got to respect that people that are building the game are passionate about the game and, and they're the ones hired there. They're the ones working on it. They're the ones that are putting their blood, sweat and tears into trying to make a product that they're trying to be proud of. And they want us to be happy with. And yeah, sometimes the corporate suits get in the way. It's a fact of life being in a capitalist society and well, yeah, the gaming industry just for fun. No, there, there's the balance between, Appeasing fans and appeasing stakeholders. And 
if you understand that and if you don't get bogged down by like it's okay to be frustrated be frustrated but don't let that ruin your experience and if it's ruining your experience stop playing halo just because halo isn't the game that you want doesn't mean you have to bring everyone else down with you it's okay not to like something but use your time and energy to go find something you do like it's no point fueling and feeding yourself on bad vibes life's too short to worry about that kind of stuff this has been your life advice corner from potacular <laughs> I don't have anything now else. Now back to our regularly scheduled podcast. Yeah. I don't have any other news to go over. Those were all the big top hitters that I had from this week, especially since my week's been one heck of a week, and I know GT's is always one heck of a week. And I haven't watched the Halo series yet. I plan to get that done this weekend, so we can talk about it next week. But other than that, not a lot of other things going on with Halo in particular. GT, any final thoughts? Anything you want to add? Anything I potentially missed in the news cycle? Uh, been too busy. Haven't been able to check. Cool. I will say that in the community update, who is it? Who did this art? Anyway, uh, art? There is, there's a drawing of a scene from Halo Cryptum where you have Hornsteller, Riser, and Chuck is standing outside the cryptum where the didact is imprisoned. Mm-hmm. And it looks the key really art. cool. It is the key art for the all article. So I do highly recommend you go check that out. I've already downloaded it and saved it to my file. <laughs> was that the, f- was that the first book? Yes. Is that cryptum? Okay. Yeah. Cryptum's where they free the didact. Right. On earth. Mm hmm. 10,000 BC, something like that. Long before our time. Yeah, very nice. All right, well, that'll wrap it up for us tonight. Anyone who has their less than an hour bingo card for the podcast, you can go ahead and tick that off because we are going to be done in less than five minutes here. Thanks for watching us. You can catch us on Twitch every Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time for our podcast live stream recording. We also have our Frag and Fridays hosted by GT. Uh, The game for that is up to community choice via vote in Discord. So if you want to be part of that, head on over to podtackler.com slash Discord. That's where most of the community hangs out and chit-chats. And we'll have a post up about midday on Fridays to have people vote for which game they want to play. Either MCC, Halo 5, or Halo Infinite. Just a note, voting closes at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. 30 minutes before I, the stream. I check, and whatever the vote is, that's what it is at 8 p.m. Yep. At 8.01, if there's another vote comes in, it doesn't matter. I've already chosen. Because <laughs> he has to set or up. the community has already chosen. You have chosen wisely? Well, Poorly? The community, so I don't know how wise they are. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I said there last week, or no, was it wasn't last week? The week before, sat there and I happened to leave Discord open, and I literally start to stream, and two more votes come in. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, like you guys are kind of a little sorry, late, late on late. this. Yeah, there's not a way to just turn off reactions to a specific post. No, there isn't. But anyway, 
But yeah. Those are the rules. So come on over and to the Discord. Check out the Game Night channel for when we make that post. And make your vote for which game you want to play if you plan on participating in that game night. We also have Achieving Halo, which is going to be... Uh, we're going to try it on Tuesdays. And that'll start around uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesdays. So instead of Sundays, we'll be doing Tuesdays for Achieving Halo. We've also got a number of different social media platforms. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We've also got the podcast on all the different podcasting services, Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. If there's a place where we don't have the podcast, just reach out to us and let us know, and we'll work on getting the podcast to the specific podcast feeds that you like to hear podcasts from. You can support the show by uh, either subscribing to us on Twitch, becoming a Patreon patron over on Patreon, along with Confal, Prestige, and Pens. Or donating to us directly, podtacular.com slash donate, if you want to do so monetarily. Otherwise, word of mouth helps uh, coming and participating in game nights, during live streams, coming and being part of the chat is uh, always helpful to see people engaged with us and enjoying the content that we're putting out. So if there are people out there who would benefit from listening to a Halo podcast, that's probably mostly positive. We have our a few down moments, but uh, we try to be a positive influence in the community, then uh, send them our way. Uh, well, we're think. passionate. We're not hateful. Yes, that is true. We we try to be understanding of what the studio is going through, what all of the individuals that make up the studio are going through, just the gaming industry as a whole. And there's a lot of moving pieces, and it's hard to keep track of it all. It's really easy to get frustrated and get into a rut of, I don't like this. This doesn't make sense. This isn't the way that every other game is done. Why can't Halo do it? Good questions, but at the same time, it's not worth getting flushed about. But we can still be passionate about it and have our opinions. Uh, I believe that was everything. Yeah. So we'll be back again here next Thursday. Catch a couple of more podcasts coming out this week. Again, we have an interview with Accelerate, who is a streamer. And then we've also got an interview coming up with uh, the Halo 3 Sapien creator who has brought Halo 3 matchmaking back from the grave on Xbox 360. I mean, for most of us, having it on MCC is fine, but there's, I guess, the few of those who really want it on the 360, and people have found a way to bring it back to life. So for those of you who did not manage to actually get your 360 achievements for Halo 3, there's now a way to do it for the matchmaking ones. Believe it or not. We'll talk about that more when we have the interview. Again, not live, but we'll have the recordings definitely out there over the next week. And with that, we are going to go ahead and close out the podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for downloading. We appreciate all of the support that you guys continue to give us, even if it's uh, just a few people here and there. It's been uh, an interesting last few months with Halo Infinite. Hopefully things will get better. Hopefully things will keep moving in the right direction. And uh, until then, keep on fragging them track. For those of you in the live stream, we can do it!